Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about the Holy Spirit and his power. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're going to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul writes in Romans chapter 8, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. Now, the Spirit is too often neglected, in our discussions of God. But Christians should know how important the Spirit is to our salvation. God, the Spirit, is alive and he is at work around us and in us. The Spirit is almighty and he works powerfully right now to bring about his will. You know, Christians believe not only in the Father and the Son, but Father, Son, and spirit. We are to baptize in that name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, according to Matthew 28, 19. One God in three persons. It's just as vital that we understand and serve the Spirit as it is the Father and the Son. The Spirit of God has been at work since the beginning, and in fact, before the beginning. Before Christ entered the world, the Spirit spoke to his people through Moses, according to Hebrews 9.8, through uh, David and the Psalms, according to Matthew 22.43, and through the prophets, according to 2 Peter 1.21. He is eternal, and he has always been guiding his people, just as he does now, through his inspired word. He is integral to the plan of salvation. It was by the Spirit that Christ was conceived, that the virgin birth was possible, according to Matthew 1.18. It was by the Spirit that Christ remained sinless, a perfect sacrifice, according to Hebrews 9.14. It was by the Spirit that Jesus was raised from the dead, according to Romans 1.4. It was by the Spirit that the church was established and expanded to include anyone who put their faith in Christ, according to Acts chapter 2 and 10, you know, far from being some mysterious vapor in the background, the Spirit is God, and He is front and center in His plan for our redemption. He's not a thing, but a person. He can be lied to. He can be resisted. He can be grieved, blasphemed. He he comforts us. He guides us. He transforms us into the image of Christ. In Him, we are sealed so that we can be secure in our salvation. Even if it's on a subtle level, there is a pull on the church to rationalize our faith, to put it within the confines of nature and logic. And in that process, the spirit is pushed away. We can't wrap our minds around him, so we ignore him. He doesn't fit within the confines 
of nature, so we explain him away. Let's be clear, though. Our faith is not natural. The hope that we have defies nature. It is supernatural. It speaks of things that fall outside of empirical knowledge. And that's what the Spirit tells us about himself. His work is incredible because he not only works on us and through us, but he dwells in us. And he dwells in us for a purpose. Paul wrote in his second letter to the Thessalonians, We are always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord, because God chose you as firstfruits to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. He called you to this through our gospel, that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul wrote that in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. Sanctification, that may not be a word that we use every day, but Paul says that it is, that's what the important work of the Spirit is. Sanctification comes from two Latin words, sanctus meaning holy, kari, which means make. So to sanctify means to make holy. But of course, you know, the word holy is about as out of circulation as, as sanctification is, so that doesn't help too much. But these words, while they may be obscure today, they convey important biblical realities. Sanctification is the power of the Spirit, and it is relevant and incredibly valuable to us now. So first, what is sanctification? At the end of Romans chapter 15, verse 14, Paul says, I myself am convinced, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with knowledge and competent to instruct one another. Yet I have written you quite boldly on some points to remind you of them again because of the grace God gave me to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles. He gave me the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Paul says that sanctification is the goal of everything he strives for. The reason God wanted him to become and be a minister of the gospel was to share the gospel with the Gentiles so that they could be sanctified by the Spirit. God made him a priest with the responsibility of bringing offerings to him. But the only way those offerings, meaning the Gentiles, could be acceptable to God is if they were sanctified. Paul was not just aiming to get a a long list of converts. He didn't want a lot of names on a list. He wanted sanctified people. He wanted transformed people, people who were made holy. That goes beyond a decision made one day and then immersion. That is a changed life. That was the work God gave to Paul and to us as well. And because that was the aim of Paul's ministry, we can understand what sanctification is all about by reading more about what Paul wanted for the Gentiles. He continues in verse 17 of that chapter, Therefore, I glory in Christ Jesus in my service to God. I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me in leading the Gentiles to obey God by what I have said and done. Paul wants sanctification by the Spirit for the Gentiles, which means something Pretty simple. Obedience. Sanctification at its root simply means something that results in obedience to God. We are made holy to serve. 
Jesus himself said that that was always the goal of reaching lost souls. He said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. The goal of all of our outreach, of all of our evangelism, of all of our ministry, it's not just a, a long list of names on a list. It is sanctification. It is obedience. Sanctification is happening where the words of Jesus are being obeyed. In Romans chapter 6, verses 17 through 19, Paul rejoiced when he saw this outcome, writing, Thanks be to God, though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. I'm using an example from everyday life because your human limitations, just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to every increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. Our goal is obedience, and the Spirit's power is sanctification. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jeez, Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.